Audio mode day three. And I'm going to go for an early mode today, as opposed to waiting until two minutes before midnight. Uh, first off, just want to thank um, Yo Geek and also Sports Shuttle, who answered my query about whether we're going with Mo or Moo. And the consensus seems to be that we're going with Mo, so Audio Mo, Audio Month. Um, so awesome, so I shall carry on with that sort of tradition. Um, and thanks for the follow as well, so shout out to um, both YoGeek and uh, Sports Shuttle. So my topic today is actually coming off the back of Leanne, who's another fellow Audio Mo um, participant, and her day three Mo was a question of... Do we hide our musical taste? And in her boo, she asked us, you know, for people to post their embarrassing track. And I put mine up, which was Tiffany's. Um, I think we're alone now. A little teen pop from back in the sort of mid-80s. And I have no idea why I liked that album and that song in particular. Um, it may have been the video and been the time being a teenager and seeing, um, you know, a nice female dancing across uh, the MTV screen. You know, who knows? But uh, for whatever reason, it moved me enough to um, buy the CD, which I still own, um, but I don't usually admit it. And um, while I have it on my desktop, I would never have it on my telephone in case or my iPod in case someone should be glancing down it. So I guess the short answer um, to Leanne's question would be yes. In some instances, I hide my musical taste. And some of the things that uh, Leanne brought up was around where our musical influences come from. And I'm just thinking, from my sort of musical taste and what uh, what's the influence? I mean, when I look down my... Um, my uh, iPod and just looking at my playlist and looking, I mean, music's just been huge for me. As you've seen on my post, I got music is the source. It'll change your life forever. And I truly believe that. Um, and I remember as a young lieutenant, or as a young cadet, actually, um, at West Point, uh, we didn't own very much. I didn't own very much as a young lieutenant. And But my prized possessions was my uh, my Camaro, Z28, my books, and my music. Now, the books and the music, oh man, if I was choosing between the two, it would be such a hard thing. So, to give you an idea, whenever I moved, so this is when I was a, you know, a young bachelor, um, yeah, I didn't own much except those. <laughs> whenever I moved to change duty stations, there were two things that I never let the movers move, and that was my music and my books, so... I had two foot lockers that were filled with books, at least books that I would not want damaged or to suddenly grow some legs and disappear. And then the other thing that came with me was my stereo and all of my music, every single shred, even Tiffany traveled with me. And whenever I got to my new duty station, um, for, and moving into new quarters, the first thing that had to happen in the house before anything. Uh, didn't care about anything, beds, furniture, nothing. The first thing that had to go up was the stereo needed to be connected 
so that I could get the tunes on. That was the first, yeah, absolutely every place I've moved to, that was the first thing. So yes, music's been a huge thing for me. But over the years of you know musical taste developing, um, I have such an eclectic um, collection of music, really. And I mean, just scanning down, I go from anything from you know, classic rock to alternative rock to heavy metal to hip hop to gangster rap to jazz. Uh, got country in there, got classical music in there, um, maybe just about all your genres are represented in some form or shape on my iPod. There's very few genres that I really don't get into. Um, like I'm not a big fan of the uh, the sort of death metal because I uh, just don't connect with it at all. But um, rhythm and blues, sort of soul, R&B. All of that stuff um, is in, in my collection. If I was to say where is my which music I listen to more often than not, I would say, well, and that kind of changes as well, but um, I would have to say probably uh, rock music is my staple um, music. And then followed closely by, and this is probably only recent in the last couple of years, um, since I got into the sort of performance poetry piece. And that has been, um, you know, hip-hop, true hip-hop, not the sort of sort of gangster rap stuff where which most people, I won't say most people, that's quite a generalization, where a lot of people associate rap music with um, that genre um of hip hop they associate uh, sort of gangster rap and that sort of stuff with it but it's actually a lot broader of a music category um than just that one subgenre um and there's some really um deep and powerful moving hip hop culture culture music that's out there and so those tend to be my uh two musical choices um, as in the sort of last several years actually um, I grew up on, believe it or not sort of uh, blues my um, grandmother was heavy into sort of B.B. King um, and folks like that so B.B. King, Little Muddy Waters all those kind of characters I'm a big blues fan as well and, and I can just remember times when we were driving down to Georgia from New Jersey We'd be in my grandfather's big old huge Cadillac. That's the only kind of car he liked having was these massive long Cadillacs. Um, looked like a pimp, basically. You know, it's all long old Cadillac and, you know, he dressed like Huggy Bear. <laughs> but we'd be driving down to Georgia and, uh, you know, the sort of B.B. King and the Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf and those kind of guys would be um, pumping through the uh, car stereo. And... Um, and I guess I didn't really, it must have just been in this, my soul in that instance because uh, I never set out for the blues, but later on when I was at university, I kind of really took back to the blues um, and it became quite a big part of my collection. So I actually have a huge blues collection um, because it was, yeah, just about that, that it just kind of reasserted itself on the, on the scenes for me. And if I'm looking at blues, probably it's the 
sort of probably the sort of cross of the um, uh, rock blues connection, sort of your sort of Stevie Ray Vaughan's and Jimmy Vaughan and Buddy Guy um, and those kind of guys, but massive BB King, King fan, um, got a load of his CDs. And whenever I put that BB uh, King on, it just, you know, I just go to a whole nother place listening to him wail on that, uh, on Lucille. Yes, Lucille. Um, and then the other type of music I used to be a lot in, but I haven't been into a lot, was jazz. Jazz was huge for me as well for a while. Um, I had a massive jazz collection. But then my Camaro got stolen once, and I happened to have had all of my, at that time, cassettes in uh, the car, and they got stolen. I've never really replaced my jazz collection, and I think actually was thinking the other day that I may start to um, replace replace my... I need to get my jazz collection back together. So I'm just way right into people like Wayne Shorter and Weather Report and um, those kind of characters, uh, Manhattan Transfers. So yeah, I used to love my jazz as well. So I think uh, just talking about it now makes me want to start um, my collection of jazz back up. And um, and because I just like the exploring music, I've been just, you know, I do quite randomly or um, flip through the music magazines or flip through, uh, there's a couple of apps that just sort of randomly generate um, musical groups and, um, and then I'll just connect with one and uh, just sort of run with it, see what the sound is like and, and uh, download some of the tracks. And just recently, within the last sort of couple of weeks, really, um, I've taken to heading back to um, the music stores and actually just browsing and picking things by sight. Which, because with the whole iTunes thing, um, I haven't bought a CD in ages. So it was just a couple of weeks ago that I picked up. I picked up um, a couple of CDs. I picked up um, the sort of Oasis. Gang, or at least a split of Oasis Gang, the uh, B BDI. I picked up their CD, which was quite good. I was entertained by that, and then I picked up uh, some loud. Oh no, clap your hands and say yeah. Is that right? No, some loud thunder. Nope, I'm messing this all up. They are clap your hands and say yay, and the CD is some loud thunder, and uh, I've been listening to that in the car as I'm driving and connecting with it. And then when I was in Brussels last week, I stopped into a record store. And this was a serious record shop that I went into in Brussels. I mean, it was mostly vinyl um, all over the place. It was a fantastic uh, little shop. But I did have some CDs as well. So I picked up um, just, again, just randomly, never heard of either one of these groups. Um, I picked up the Pilgrims, which have they have kind of a sort of Joe Cochran kind of sound to them. Um, and I also detected a little bit of Santana um, in their sort of music as well. And then I have the the Pretty Things. Um, and that, so that was quite um, like this CD as well. And um, I'm trying, I can't really think if I can place who they might... Uh, 
sound like, which I guess is a good thing, because you don't always want to be sounding like somebody else. So, yeah, I think that one's going to require um, a few more listens before I can suss kind of what their sort of roots are in that aspect. And that's just it, isn't it? If you think about it, when you... Everybody wants to be unique, but in a sense, everything is a remix, isn't it? So you'll have musical influences that's going to influence the way that you, what you start to learn when you're starting to learn to play music, you're going to, you know, model or try to emulate your heroes. And, you know, it's only inevitably that, you know, their style is going to be a fusion uh, into your style as you continue to develop. But that's just a natural thing. So... Um, I do like when I'm listening to music to try and see if I can understand where their um, musical, um, what would you call that, their musical history or ancestry or something like that, where their musical influences um, have come from. So yeah, so it's been quite cool actually going back into record stores and um, just randomly sort of uh, browsing um, music. And then I've come across some really good sites. So maybe I'll... Uh, so I don't want to make this boo too too much longer. Um, I've come across... There's loads of music blogs out there. They're massive. And um, with things like SoundCloud and MixCloud, uh, you can sample some really fantastic uh, music and, and and discover whole loads of artists. So I'll, I'll put some links to... A couple of the music blog sites that I've found were, in fact, like this morning, I've taken to, because um, it's it, it's a, one of these aggregate just pulls in um, music blogs into this one particular site, and they've got an app, and so when you listen to the app, it's just you know music playing from various different music blogs. So that's been uh, quite interesting to listen to. In fact, um, after I'm done with this boo. There's one of the CDs that came through I want to go back and listen to because I think I'll make it the song, put one of their tracks as the song of the day on our Radio Warwickshire um, site. And if you go to the blog there, one of the columns I'm starting on the blog is a song of the day um, track and this will be basically pulled from um, some of the sort of random music that I've listened to um, from the net. So yes, head on over there if you so desire. So yeah, so um, where does my musical taste come from? I guess to answer some of Leanne's questions, not that influenced by, I never was really influenced by all that much by like sort of peers or that sort of thing. It was just really um, kind of whatever beat thing that kind of hit me and I was like, oh, that's a cool jam. Um, you know, as a teenager, I was into the whole sort of um, top 40, so listening to Casey Kasem um, and grabbing, you know, those sorts of things. Then, of course, MTV hit, and uh, that sort of changed a whole lot of things. And some of my first albums that I owned, um, I found these albums, actually, and someone had just thrown them away or whatever, and uh, it was Alice Cooper's Killer. It was Queen's Play the Game. And what else? Oh, it was Meatloaf's um, album. So those were like my first three albums that I owned, personally owned in my record collection, which was quite fantastic. And probably the first album that I actually forked out my cash for and bought 
was U2's Under Blood Red Sky, and Dire Straits' Brothers in Arms was probably my first two um, purchases. And then I just went nuts from there and was like buying uh, CD or cassettes back in the day, <laughs> buying cassettes like a madman, like every single week going to the shop and buying uh, cassettes. And then, of course, that changed to CDs. And heck, now even I'm always um, buying, going on to iTunes. Oh, yeah. I think the one thing that's dangerous with iTunes is the convenience, isn't it? So with the music shop, I got to actually go into town and go into the music shop. But with this whole iTunes gig, you hear something you like, and it's like, bam, boom, Next thing I know, it's in my iPod. So that's a bit madness. Um, so I have to learn to be a little bit more disciplined um, on my purchases there. So it's just so easy to do um, that I find myself buying loads of music. Okay, so that is um, that's sort of some of my thoughts about my musical development, my musical taste. And well, one other thing I was going to say about the music and where does our musical influences come from? And so, as I said, I you know I just kind of go by what I like to hear, but it is quite tribal. Music can be so, you know, if you, if I think back to high schools and you got your various different cliques, and they now have a certain music associated with their clique as well, um, and then some people are quite. Um, uh, n- narrow in their musical choice because it becomes a lifestyle or a, um, a sense of identity that they get through their music and they only relate to or connect with that particular music because it connects them with their tribe, as it were. Um, I've never been one of those kind of characters, but I've never been that way with anything in life, so I never belonged to a, a clique in high school. I was kind of the one of those guys that kind of fit easily with whichever group so I was an athlete so I was able to hang out with the jocks you know I was I was not a dumb guy so I was able to hang out with the sort of brain type folks um like my gadgets and things like that and Dungeons and Dragons and all that so I could hang out with the geeky type folks um and then I was quite outdoorsy woodsman-y type so I could hang out with um all the country boys who like going out with their bows and arrows and hunting rabbits and stuff like that. So I was quite um, uh, eclectic in my groups that I hung out with as well, as well as having an eclectic uh, musical collection. Okay, I think it's time to say goodbye and sign off now. And uh, yeah, so if this brew inspires you to talk about your musical influence by all means do that and uh give give a, a little um shout out on the, the the stream well i'll look at the stream and see other posts i'd be interested to find out what other people's musical influence and how that sort of developed and came about outstanding have a fantastic day <laughs>